What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm Mark Choi, and I'm here with Brendan and uh, Doug. What's up, guys? Nothing. How are you, man? <laughs> I don't know why. That tone just reminded me of, like, Chuck E. Cheese. Like, What's up, everybody? Welcome to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm your host, hey, Chuck guys. And I'm your host, Cheese. No, I don't know. That was Have really fun energetic. in the ball pit. God, there's so much enthusiasm. Yeah. No, I'm just pumped to be here with you guys and talking about talking about games and stuff. Um, Drank too much coffee on this early Monday morning. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, but uh, one fun thing about coffee, I found out caffeine is an adjutant to anyone who has acid reflux. So just add that to the list of like 80% of the food I can't eat on this planet because of fucking acid reflux. Dude, go to Believe a me, freaking, I know. Dude, go to a doctor. Look, I have... I'm going to have to because it's literally everything now. <laughs> you... Okay, I have like the worst stomach in the entire world and... I've been on every stomach medicine possible, and it's it's really, like, it's funny, because, like, it usually happens with people who are, like, very overweight, and I'm not even close to that. And, yeah. Like, like I'm I'll- very, very active, but, like, just sometimes, and you're, I mean, you're in the same boat, too, like, just sometimes people have, like, really weak stomachs, but. Uh, yeah, I've um, always had, I've had a ton of problems when I was a kid, but, like, all the websites, like, all the tips were, like, you know, tips to getting rid of acid reflux. Tip number one, don't have acid reflux. It's like, well, no shit. Thanks. Well, like, they're, it's not that, but like, they're pretty much that obvious. Like, why is it when I always have you two on, we always have a terrible start to an episode and have like, oh, this is another episode <laughs> of my tummy hurts? Because <laughs> we're very sick people. <laughs> no, I, the thing is, I completely relate. I have acid reflux in the whole thing. It's just like, I've completely cut coffee out of my life because I don't, it's, it's actually really good now. So I recommend doing that if you're capable. I know a lot of people that work are like, I rely on it and I can't imagine my mornings without it. But, uh, if you can just get rid of it and cut it out of the equation, if you suffer, I don't drink it at all. I drink iced tea a lot. So I, I think that's doing it, but it just, it reminded me because we recorded ABTD the other day and my character is a dragonborn who has acid breath. And I was thinking about it because after we recorded, I spent most of the day just leaning over a sink going, because I was just like spitting out acid like so much. Oh, yeah. God, I thought you were thinking about horrible sandwiches. But, um, anyway, let's move on. Anyway, let's, yeah, let's talk about video games. Well, well, Brent, I'll link up with you after this so we don't bore everybody about stomach problems. Yeah, you got to ride to the doctor or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, games, though. Okay. That's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's man. Let's go with mark first okay so i have been since witcher 3 has been done dude i have been expanding my horizons okay let's see where to start first game back man i got i got let loose i do do okay yo this game i've been playing oh my god it might be one of the most fun games i have ever played in my entire life i am telling you i'm not overhyping this it's called called a boyfriend Slither.io. No. Surprisingly, no. It's called Secrets of Grindea. Oh, yeah. Dude. Okay. Get this. This game is still in, like, early access. Wait, really? Yes. I've seen a ton of it. I thought it was done. Like, it looks amazing. Holy shit. This game is insane. I've been playing with one of my, one of my friends. It's a co-op game, so, or, I mean, it could be single-player or co-op, but, okay, take a extremely well-done JRPG, fuse that with uh, MMO elements. It's not an MMO, but 
it has some of the features like, you know, having characters that save along with your the person that you're playing with. So, like, you get item drops and stuff. And, like, when you log back in, that's still there. And you guys work together to complete the same quests. And it, like, syncs up beautifully. It is fantastic. The game is... It's like... Oh, and then throw Dark Souls into there. So, it's like <laughs> Dark Souls, JRPG, and MMO. And, like, 16-bit, like, SNES style... God, this game is just so much freaking fun. If you guys get it, let me know because I will gladly add you to our party because it is a freaking blast. This game oh, is... Oh, wow. It dude, reminds it, me of, like, the perfect, uh, like, descendant of Secret of Mana. Yeah. Well, actually, well, yeah. Yeah, it's a similar art style to that, for sure. Um, but even, like, game style, like, it seems similar from what I've seen. Yeah, it's... I Okay, so it was made by three different guys... Uh, so it's, I mean, it's an indie title, as you can tell, but I, uh, to me, I feel like they sat down one day and were like, what's everything that we want in a video game? And then they just went and did that. That's what it seems like. like every element you could ever want, anything you've ever complained about in a game that wasn't there will be there in this game. They seriously nailed every aspect you can imagine. And this game's got smoking hot bitches. It does, yeah, it does, totally. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> no, it does look like something I'd be interested in. I'm checking it out on Steam right now. Uh, overall, overwhelmingly positive reviews. Uh, it, it, the fact that it's early access, though, has me a yeah. little concerned. Dude, I might no, wait until it's just like 100%. Doug, like, here's the thing. If this game... it, I, can, I, can, I see your fear with that type of thing, but if this game right now said it wasn't early access, I would be... A thousand percent satisfied. But the so, thing so is, like, like, it's going on a, a year now. Like, I just want them to be l- done with it. No, but, okay, it, it's tough for us to debate this because you haven't played it. But, like, if it said it was done, I, would, I wouldn't have any trouble believing that. And I would be completely fine with how much the game is. So, just knowing, well, that, cool. knowing that there's more coming is just... Like, that's just a bonus at this point. Like it's, I got everything I already wanted, and then they're just giving me more. So it's, it's it seems like it's like the, the game's done, but there's going to be more DLC in the future. But the DLC is free, exactly. Like, yeah, that's and what I, it feels like I'm not one to jump on early access stuff. And to be completely honest, I didn't pay for this game. My my friend bought it for me because oh. he wanted me to play. <laughs> I it. He stole it. No, no, no. I don't. I I'm broke not. into Steam headquarters and I stole the digital copy. <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not one to steal video games, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, one of my, one of my buddies bought it for me because he wanted to play and it's completely worth the money. I highly recommend supporting this game early, even though it's early access. If they just completely stop making updates, it doesn't even matter because of how amazing it is. I have like almost four hours in it at this point and it's, I'm like 3% through the main game. Which is, like, just showing you how much content there is currently, and it's not even done yet. So, um, that's, yeah, so that's, like, one of the main games I've been playing. But I've been playing a lot of stuff. I've been very, very busy with gaming. So, I've also been, like, going hard with Undertale. Yay! Um, yeah, I, I'm on, like, the last 
boss from what it seems like. I think I'm fighting <laughs> the last boss. That's the key. Yeah. From what it seems like. I think I'm fighting the last boss, and stupidly I went into it with no food and nothing ooh, to heal ooh, me with. Ooh. So I'm like completely relying on my on like mad skill, which which uh doesn't exist, so I'm like dying <laughs> a lot. Um Yeah, but, for anyone who doesn't know, they like the combat in that is very unique. Yeah. But and every enemy you can you don't you can reason with like you don't have to fight them but even if you don't fight them you still have to survive the fight so you still have to like dodge all of their attacks so it's real tough it is and the last boss you there's no asking for mercy he just he just it makes it very clear at the beginning when he breaks the fourth wall and <laughs> and smashes his spear through your your like screen where it says like items attack mercy and you just smashes the mercy option oh yeah gone. yeah yeah so i'm yeah i'm fighting him i feel like i made some bad choices along the way but <laughs> but uh that, i mean that's see. yeah that's undertale for you there's a lot of replay value from what it seems like mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty short i think you can beat it all within uh, six hours maybe, or mm-hmm. maybe le- maybe even less than that. Like, yeah, I'm I'm around like five hours right now, so mm-hmm. I I feel like it's probably around six. And then, um, so other than like Undertale, what else have I been playing? Um, oh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I've been playing that a lot. Uh, I have five hours in that already. Um, I'm about thirty to forty percent through the game. It's not a very long game, believe it or not. It's really. The main story is like pretty short from what it seems like, but um, graphically, absolutely stunning. I know Matt Basta doesn't think it is, but it is. <laughs> Matt Basta is wrong about that. Um, I did the math, and Matt Basta was wrong. It turns out, um, their coats don't look like they're made of clay. Yeah, you know, I I set up the formula. I did all the calculations. It turns out their hair is not made of kelp. <laughs> um, so I was glad you posted a picture, and uh, that's where Matt commented on it. And I was glad to see that I wasn't the like downer. Yes, yeah, I'm not a fan of the uh, Tomb Raider that came before this, and I seem to be in a minority, at least in our group. On yeah, that. so I'm no. glad to see I wasn't the negative Nancy. <laughs> nah, I mean everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but mm-hmm. if you actually see the in the in-game graphics, oh, it is so gorgeous. Yeah, the like the one uh, thing I don't have a problem with Tomb Raider is the graphics. Like the graphics look great. Yeah, no, they they absolutely killed it with the graphics. Um, the gameplay too compared compare Rise of the Tomb Raider to the last Tomb Raider. They, it's like I the only thing I can compare it to, and it's funny I'm doing this because I haven't even played it. Is the Mass Effect one to Mass Effect two jump? It's oh, like wow. they listened to everything wrong with the first one and then they just fixed it. It's nice. Very, very different from from the first one in some aspects, but like the main core gameplay mechanics are still there, which is good. Um, it's funny to see like such a drastic change between a uh, sequel and a prequel, like the games, mm-hmm. uh, especially like that, because it's just like when it's the same company, it's kind of like, guys, the fuck were we thinking with that first one? Like, <laughs> yeah, it seems like they know what to fix exactly, but it's just like, wow, why did we think that would work in the first one? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I guess the big thing I can say about this is, like, the open world mechanic, if you remember the first one, they wanted you to feel like you could just go anywhere and, like, go back to old places at any mm-hmm. point, but you really couldn't if it, you think it, about it. It was it. very on rails. They misled yeah. you with the invisible walls and just, mm-hmm. like, 
the boundaries. And exactly. And that's, that is the real noticeable difference on this one. Like if at any point you could, if like, say you want to go back and raid a tomb that you skipped earlier, like you could just go back and do it. It's like, it's more of a, like the open world aspect is actually real this time. And it's not a, a facade. A ruse, a swindle, a smokescreen. Thesaurus.com. I was just going to say, god damn. <laughs> are, you, are you just looking up terms? No, no I just made <laughs> Anyway. The last, um, one more thing. I uh, I started playing Dark Souls 1 again. I don't know why. Ooh, um, I was actually just thinking about that game the other day, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was looking at it, and they added achievements ever since Games for Windows Live stopped being a thing. And I realized I beat the game before achievements were there. So yeah, it I says I Me too. It says I have zero achievements and that kind of bothered me for some reason. <laughs> well, you're an achievement guy. I know yeah. that. So yeah, exactly. So like I went and like started another save file, but I want to get the third one soon, so I don't know how long this this replay value is going to last cuz I might just play 3. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, if you want to challenge, play the first one because the third one's really easy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've been playing the third one. My, yeah, I, I mean, I'm done with games. If you want to talk about the third one, all right. Well, I I feel like listener heard, has heard me speak about Dark Souls three a lot these past few episodes, so I'll try to keep it brief. But I'll give you a little update on where I'm at. Um, currently, I think level seventy five or six. Uh, uh. I think I just found the Irithyll dungeon and I'm like trying to help other players out, trying to determine where the next boss is. That's like the hardest thing for me right now. I'm kind of stuck on finding like the next boss because there's so many different fucking ways to go. But, um, I overall I'm loving the game. And like I said, it is the easiest Dark Souls I've played yet. One of uh, my complaints being that there's like so many goddamn bonfires. Like I feel like in all the previous dark souls specifically games like the bonfires used to be very sparse and far between and like now i think every boss you kill uh spawns a a bonfire and like i don't even know like in this one area of the game it's like you kill like a couple enemies uh there's a bonfire like kill one and more and then there's like another bonfire like 30 feet away it's just like this is it's just kind of unnecessary so i don't know maybe that was just one thing that made the game a little easier too because it's just like so many options on where you can teleport and shit but uh i don't know i'm really having a lot of fun leveling up like mad uh currently trying to increase my vitality so i can have a higher equip load because i i now i'm like upgrading from this one i have this raw astora sword and i'm gonna upgrade to i think this refined great astora sword so it's really cool i'm really pumped yeah i've seen a lot of streams of it and um, I thought with Dark Souls 2 that it was a little too easy that you could summon two guys to help you out with the bosses. Because I know most of the time I would summon two guys, they would just aggro the boss, and then I would just get in a bunch of like backstabs and grind them down really quick. But I see in Dark Souls 3, you can have up to, in, depending on places, some places limit you on the number of phantoms you can have. But most of the time, you can have two phantoms with you at any given time. Then if you use dry fingers or dried fingers, um, you can summon a third one. So you can have four guys, but then that makes you prone to invasions more often. And then with, I don't really understand what they are because I haven't played, but mad phantoms are like purple. Yeah. And they seem like they're just neutral. Like they can attack invading red phantoms in your world, or they can attack you. Like they can choose which to attack. So 
theoretically, you can have two of those. So theoretically, you can have up to like five bonus phantoms helping you out in this game. That's the thing. I didn't know mad phantoms could actually help you though. I thought you summon mad phantoms to fight specifically. I, I that's interesting. I guess they could in it's theory up to help them. you. Yeah, it's like the same way. Like a red phantom doesn't have to attack you, but they more likely will. Well, yeah, that's the best thing about Dark Souls uh, PvP and just like online play. Like, there's so many just trolly people. Like, I've been, uh, I've had a guy that was like a red character, like invade my world, and we just weren't fighting each other, and we were just like, uh, like person, like if you just like uh really fast hit r1 like your character like glitches his shield and it's like really like goofy looking and like we were just doing that back and forth and like doing a bunch of gestures and stuff and then i don't know yeah it's just really fun there's this kind of like i've seen it in the other dark souls games too this unspoken rule of like duels where if you both players bow they like challenge each other to a duel and then they fight but they don't use like any healing like flask so then whoever loses just loses and that's it and then i've also heard of fight club where if there's a bunch of phantoms in the world, they'll only use like their fist, like they'll unequip all the weapons and just beat the shit out of each other. That is so like, cool! I want to see that. I want that so bad. But it's it's weird because of how many phantoms you can have. I've seen people stream it with their buddies, and they'll all be up on like mics and stuff. So they'll have like five people in one world, and then it turns from a Dark Souls game into this kind of weird MMO, like because it's just like a big party where that's like going in and you know dungeon hunting and dungeon raiding. And it's kind of great because the level scale, the demons and monsters scale with you. So the more phantoms you have, the harder they get. But it's still like absurd that like, you can just like, uh, I think it's like R1 spam they were saying, where it's yeah. just your main attack and it's just the quick attack. And you can just kind of, uh, like damage phase or phase block them where you just keep hitting them over and over and over again where they can't really recoil from it and they can't fight you back. Yeah, that's my main character's, like, uh, thing. I am an endurance build, so if I get you, like, you're just gonna be fucked. Yeah. But, um, it's another thing about it, though, uh, as, as cool as that is, and it's, like, MMO-like, the summoning system is kind of flawed, because there's, like, a bunch of times where you're just sitting around waiting to see someone's, uh, symbol appear on the ground, and then you go, you're like, yay, finally someone to summon. As soon as you try to summon them, it's, like, unable to summon. And it's, like, over and over again. I've been summoned to other people's world just to have them waiting around to summon a second guy, and, like, you'll see it come up on the screen, like, unable to summon, unable to summon. Like, for, like, six or seven times in a row, it's like, alright, guy, like, let's just go you and me because you're having a tough time summoning people so like as i don't know i i give it credit because i when it works it's beautiful but other times Mm -hmm. it's like frustrating having to like spend your time like sitting around waiting but uh another thing about the uh, pvp uh there was a situation where i was in someone else's world summoned he had another guy summoned uh so that's three of us on i guess let's just call it the blue team and then he got invaded and that guy had two like the the guy who invaded him had a, another phantom come with him so there was 2v3 but then me and the other guy who were the phantoms kind of just and and the other guy's phantom sat out and we just watched the main dude go against the other phantom and it was just badass uh it was really really cool it's kind of cool how everyone respected like it lets us watch them fight yeah it's great for a game that the only real interaction and communication you have is with signs with pre-made words like you can only have so many words to choose from they communicate with other players but then there's also no like in-game communication other than a few emotes that your characters can do but there's this kind of like these kind of you know community rules going on like the duels and the fight clubs and you know if you're a phantom someone else's world and someone's doing a duel, you don't you don't be an asshole and jump in. Some people do, but that's because they're dicks. 
Yeah. But it's kind of this weird, like, unspoken rule because there's no speaking in the game. Yep. I, I, I'm in love with the game. And I said before we started recording, let's not gush about Dark Souls 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you play the first and second one, Doug? Oh, yeah. I've played everyone since Demon Souls. And oh, after man. I'm okay. done with Dark Souls, I'm going to play Bloodborne. I have it haven't played yet though oh yeah yeah i forgot you uh bought that with your your copious amounts of call of duty money yeah exactly <laughs> god damn it uh great times mm-hmm. but uh so that's basically what i've been playing how about you brand uh i've just been playing final fantasy 9 like i keep underestimating how much i love that game and it's just so it runs so easy on the computer and it was just translated so well to the pc that it's just plays so nice nicely and i've just i keep going back to it but a lot more than i thought i would be i'm like 20 hours into it right now and for anyone uh who's played it i got to the forgotten continent and i just got to that temple where this is what annoys the shit out of me because you go to this island and the one character kujo tells you to go to this island for him because he's a magic user and that continent doesn't allow magic i get there I don't, I don't bring along Vivi, one of my favorite characters in all video game history, who's a big magic user. I don't bring him along because I figure he's going to be useless with a, you know, barrier blocking his magic. I get there, first enemy I fight, I test it out, boom, you can use magic. I didn't bring along my best guy because I trusted some douchebag telling me to run along holding my friends hostage. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> it just really bothered me over. I was like, I get to the first enemy, it's like magic. It's like, fuck! Like, I could have brought, like, a much better team than the ones I have, because the guys I have are kind of shitty, because I never use them. Um, so yeah, I'm there right now. Uh, I think I'm about halfway from what I can gather online. Um, I love it. The game's great. I fucking suck balls at Tetra. I'm terrible. I've stopped playing, because I just keep losing all of my cards. I've been, like, perfected on, like, twice, so the guy just takes all of my cards. Um... Besides that, I've been playing. I just started playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online again today. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I jumped in on that. Uh, it's still fun on this new rig. It loads a lot faster, but I noticed solid some, state drive. Oh yeah, and I noticed in some towns I would spawn and it would re- it would load the whole map, but then it would still be rendering the other players. So like I'm looking around and it's just these completely black figure like silhouettes of all the people playing because it's still rendering in them one by one. So it's kind of like terrifying for a second. I'm in this like dark world sort of thing. Um, it's fun with other people. I, I never play it by myself, so I can't imagine this is an entertaining, like Guild Wars 2 was entertaining, but playing by myself. I think I got to like level 25 alone before mm-hmm. I get a little bored with it. Uh, Elder Scrolls, I can't really see playing by yourself. I think you would get really tired of it really quick. The only, for me, the only way playing by myself was fun was just having extrinsic motivation. Just knowing that, hey, I do this now when my friends log on, it's going to pay off. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you have other people to play with, it's great. But, like, if you're thinking about buying this and you don't know anyone else who plays it, like, hopefully you can make friends easily online because it, I don't know, I think you would get really boring playing. Me and a buddy of mine have yet to read a single line of text in that game. Like, anytime we talk to characters, we just mash through it. Because it's just <laughs> I, so boring. I, I completely agree. And oh my <laughs> god, that's how I feel with all MMOs I've ever played. I was like that in Final Fantasy, uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, uh, pretty much. But, like, with, because they're Elder Scrolls, you'll have some quest where you have to choose 
Like, you can save this guy, or you can save that guy, but whoever you don't save gets killed on the spot. So it's like, choose wisely. Me and my buddy just stand there and go, boop. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, what did you read? He's already picked one. I was like, all right, I guess we're saving that guy. Like, because <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Like, nothing, since it is an MMO, you're not really influencing the story at all. Yeah. That's funny. Well, me playing Grim Dawn, I would always, like, just blast through dialogue, too, because it's like, I'm just trying to hack and slash and get the yeah. next new item. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I haven't played them yet, but I did buy a few games recently, which I shouldn't have. I, I have to stop this because I have so many. Um, I was talking to a listener of the so- show, uh, Chiz, and he was talking about how he's only got a few games in his backlog. I'm like, fuck, I got like 50 I haven't even played yet. Oh, yeah, shout out to Chiz, though. He actually bought me a game, and it like made my day the, the day of, but I didn't get around to installing it and playing it because I've been playing so much PS4 and shit. But mm-hmm. it was the game Squirreltopia, and it just looks <laughs> like this like fucking... I don't know, stonerific, like, colorful, stonerific. like, ridiculous game where you play as a squirrel. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, I was just telling him, I'm like, don't be like me. Like, he, I recommended a few games. He's like, oh, yeah, I got a few to get through. I was like, don't don't buy them now. Like, if you're finished those other games, yeah. then buy these new ones. Don't no, be me. It's a okay, very wait. slippery slope. Yeah. So, Squirreltopia is $3.99, three, uh, so 4 bucks if you want to get it, and it's a hardcore 2D platformer. It looks insane as shit, actually. Wow, I'm watching the video of it right now. It looks like... Uh, like Mario Maker levels, like on steroids. Like this looks like oh, uh, Super Meat Boy kind of shit. But you're a squirrel and you're just gonna die. Oh my god, really intense looking shit. God, fuck that. <laughs> Sounds terrifying. <laughs> I'm gonna have to try to st- stream some of that. It's gonna be infuriating. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I bought uh, Banner Saga two, which came out uh not too long ago. But it's you know sequel to Banner Saga, which is just a fucking great game. It's gorgeous. One of the most beautiful games I've ever seen, and it's. 2d like it's all drawn it god it's i just want a whole series like done in the banner saga style like i don't even want a game i just want like a show or a movie um but as soon as i started it gives you a little recap which is nice and it said it could import your old save file and i was like "Ah, i'm on a new computer so i don't really have it loaded in yet like "Ah, i'll just start up anyway and i started i was like all right which one of these main characters from the last game died in your story i was like shit i I didn't realize there was that much choice and Banner Saga while I was playing it. So I was like, I gotta load in my old file. So I loaded up uh, Banner Saga. I haven't played it yet, but when I do, I'll import my save data. Nice. See how that goes. The Steam Cloud save. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully. I haven't tried it yet, but God, I hope so. (laughs) Um, So I highly recommend that to anyone looking for a good... I think it's like grid-style combat, kind of like XCOM, and it's tough. Like, be wary. It's really hard, but it's so beautiful and good the story's great um the other game i got is inverbus virtuous virtuous uh it's a weird name but it's kind of just like you're a wizard you're running around a cave solving weird puzzles there's a bunch of magic and like little creatures uh the graphics look really great but it just seems kind of bland but the cool thing is since you're a wizard all your spells are controlled through your microphone so you have to say the spells out loud to use them wow yeah and from what i can tell apparently it's really good like it's really responsive to people talking and it has a pretty good uh like whatever system they use is really good at it yeah i've heard of this yeah so it i've seen someone stream it for a bit and it looks really fun and i I think it was on sale one day so i got it uh yeah it was like eight dollars when i got it so i bought it and i'll probably be streaming that just because you get to hear me yelling at my computer more than usual. 
That's actually what, part of the game. That's what I like to hear. Cool. Oh, God. Speaking of yelling at my computer, uh, it'll probably be going out after before this, but fucking Slither.io, we, <laughs> we tried playing it on an episode while we were recording, and it. I've been playing it since, and it's probably the angriest I've ever been at a game. Like, I am screaming at the top of my lungs at this fucking game, and it's just so simple, but I found out it's when you're a snake and you're running around collecting light orbs, this, even when you're the biggest snake in the whole server, a little snake can fly in front of you and fuck you over. Exactly. That and is it's just, so amazing that it's, it was, that was the situation, because that's exactly what was going in my mind. I have like, no oh, idea God. what this is. Oh, just uh, type in slither.io in your browser. Uh, yeah, for anyone, real quick. anyone who doesn't know, it's like agar.io. We've talked about that before. And that one, you're essentially like cells, like single cell, like bacteria. And you're just trying to grow and grow. In Slither, it's the same concept, except you're a snake. So you go around collecting these little light orbs and grow. And I found that if you collect the light orbs that spawn naturally, um, you just get longer. You don't get any bigger, you just get longer. Oh, I'm playing it right and, now. Yeah, it's very quick, easy to play. Uh, you also have a dash ability, and when you dash, you use up light orbs, so you drop them behind you. So you can literally just follow behind someone as they're dashing and pick up theirs. And those you'll also just get longer, but not bigger. But if you kill somebody, you can take their light orbs, which are bigger, and then you'll grow bigger and longer. So you'll get, theoretically, you would get stronger. But no, no matter how big you are, if you run into someone else's body, you'll instantly die. Of course, that's the whole point of the game. That's the whole mechanic of the game. If you run into someone else's body, uh, you're dead. Yeah. And that's the best thing, because, like, you could, like, where you spawn as, like, the beginning, like, I actually spawned a new game, and, like, five or six of the biggest ones i've ever seen all died around me so it was just like i just gathered all their like remains and was like huge in a matter of minutes it was it's, a, a matter of moments i mean it's like greed the game because i that's what happens one person gets killed like a big snake gets killed and then everyone swarms on his like light orbs and then everyone else is running into each other trying to get them because you're just greedy as fuck and like when it's just a pile up like the top like five guys in the server just get killed it just becomes like a fucking scavenger fest like and at, uh, it's great like yes that is the whole core of the game is being able to take out a big guy when you're so small but it's just so infuriating it's great for balance and stuff but like when it happens to me when I have like 10,000 points and I'm like on the top 10 on the leaderboard and then some little shit just spawns right in front of me and kills me I'm Oh, I'm so uh, angry. <laughs> and the best is, like, you don't know if that little shit is on the other side that did that and just was, like, accidentally, and they're like, oh, whoa, I can take their thing. Or they're just like, ha-ha, gotcha. Yeah, it's it could like, be... Either way, you're fucked. It's just like... Yeah, you can accidentally kill everyone and, like, not even realize it. Because at certain points, you become so long, your rest of your body's off screen, so you can have people running into your tail, but never know. Oh, but I remember one guy just was bigger than me, and he encased me. He circled around me, and I couldn't get out without hitting his body. So it was just like a good 10 minutes of him just circling me and slowly getting smaller and smaller and smaller until I ran into him. And it was just like, I was just like sitting at my computer, like crying, just like, stop bullying me. Like, because he just wouldn't let me die. God damn it. He's just toying with me for so long. Oh, God. Before I forget, I we talked about Dark Souls 3 enough, but there's like this amazing Dark Souls 3 uh YouTube video I found, but it's actually it's not actually Dark Souls 3, it's some fan-made thing. It's it, Dark Souls 3 reimagined as a PlayStation 1 game, so it's called Dark Souls 3 the 1996 version, <laughs> and it is the coolest thing you'll ever see. Like obviously really like 
bad graphics and just like it it's just so well done they put a lot of time and effort into it i'm gonna put a link in the show notes i highly recommend that you check it out it'll definitely be a good laugh it's it's literally perfect everyone who who's seen it that i know is just thinks it's the greatest it's bordering on like minecraft level graphics it really seems like it as as if like dark souls 3 was a playstation 1 game and they just like took a video of it (laughs) yeah it's great uh but game games along the lines of games i haven't played yet but wish to uh, a buddy of mine pre-ordered overwatch which i think the early access if you get it uh is like may 3rd to the 5th or something so it's this week which when you're listening to this will be like two weeks ago or whatever um so i'll be playing that with him because he got a free code if you pre-ordered you get your copy like code and then you get an additional one for a buddy so he said he's going to give me that code and i'll be able to play out overwatch for a bit so I'll be able to actually get a first-hand experience of a game I've been drooling over for the last, like, six months, which I'm super excited for. But I'm, I'm, I don't want to pre-order it myself, because I know as soon as it goes public, as soon as it goes, like, f- open for everyone to buy, it's going to be just a fucking clusterfuck, and it's going to get real messy on those games. So, like, I kind of want to wait it out and, like, let it kind of balance itself out before everyone can play it. Yeah. Because oh. it's still a closed beta, like, but it's a lot bigger than any other beta I know of. Well, here's a game for you two. I, I don't think either of you have played it, and I have. If you haven't played it yet, you should. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, one of my favorite games of like the previous year. Funny that you bring that up, because over the weekend, Chiz was screaming at me, telling me I have to play this game. Like, no aggressively shit, yelling at me. I've heard <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. I, I streamed it back in the day and I had an amazing time with it. Uh, but the interesting thing is like, I'm kind of like kicking myself in the foot because now there's a Ori in the Blind Forest definitive edition mm-hmm. available on PC for only 20 bucks. So I highly recommend listeners. If you didn't take my recommendation back when I first started playing this, go get this game because it is amazing. I'm not going to scream at you like our <laughs> fan would. Chiz, <laughs> calm down, bro. No, I'm kidding. no but and, yeah. I noticed that, but there's not. It's only the definitive edition. Like the other regular edition of Ori and the Blind Force isn't there anymore. You can only get the definitive edition now. Oh, well, that's actually. I wonder if I eventually upgraded and didn't even notice it. That's why I'm wondering, like, is there a difference? Oh, well, like, yes, because I'm looking at the Definitive Editions page, and it says, oh, packed with new and additional content, new areas, new secrets, new abilities, more story sequences, multiple difficulty modes, oh, okay. uh, full backtracking support, and more. So, I... I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's... I guess there must be new stuff. I don't know. Do you remember how much you paid for the original game of it? I guess it might have been 20 bucks. I feel like it It seemed like it might have been more. I don't recall, actually. Because I was going to say, if it is 20 bucks like that, and it's the new edition with all the DLC stuff, that'd be great. Like That's a solid deal. Yeah. But you can also get all the soundtracks, which it seems like this game would be really good soundtracks. Oh, it's fin- fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... Battleborn is coming out soon, which once oh, yeah, again, that's right. will already be out by the time you guys hear this. Uh, but a lot of people are comparing that to Overwatch. And I think it's because it's a lot of characters that you can choose from, and they're all very distinctive and very unique characters. But I think that's kind of where the similarities end. And they're both first-person shooters. Like, you both, all of them, you play first-person and you shoot shit. But that could literally be every game on the planet. Um, but Overwatch is more of like uh, Team Fortress 2 style where it's just two teams and you're going at each other. Um, one of them's 
you know, you could do capture the flag, you could do elimination, you could do team elimination, that sort of stuff. And that's kind of it. Like, as great as the game is, and as much as I'm looking forward to it, that's kind of it. And now they have, like, weekly challenge modes where, like, you can only play as this character, or you can only play as these three characters, and they give little quirks to it. Um, but it, it's just kind of a shooter and, like, a fighter. Whereas Battleborn is, like, a MOBA. Like, you can do that mode where you just fight each other, and it's, like, an elimination, or team elimination. But then there's also maps where you have uh, creepers, and you have to run through the forest and, like, kind of grind on some of them and make sure your towers are still standing. And it, it's just very good. I would recommend watching any gameplay of it to really get an idea of it. Uh, but it offers different modes as well as a really cool campaign that lets you unlock other characters and stuff in the online play. But then the campaign you can also play with buddies. Like, there's co-op campaign and stuff. So I... Just from looking at it, as much as Overwatch looks great, I think Battleborn actually has a lot more to offer. Like, it offers a lot more variety. And it's done by, it's being developed by Gearbox, who are the guys that did uh, Borderlands and all those games. So, it's great characters. It's got the lull, random humor that I know a ton of people despise. But sometimes it's, you know, sometimes they get the fart joke that just hits you in the right spot and it's funny. God damn it, just like our show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um so I, I know some people be turned off just because of the humor, but I, I do recommend giving it a shot because I think it looks great and I'm really gonna have to force myself not to buy it because I've re- it looks great. And one of the characters is voiced by the guy who does the English dubbing of Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. So oh, if you're wow. a diehard Vegeta fan, you can play this game and listen to his voice all day. Kakarot! Kakarot! Nice. Um, I'm okay. the Saiyan Prince. Whoa, whoa, that was actually pretty damn good. Uh, I have a game that's like got my attention, and I'm actually probably going to get it after we're done recording. It's only ten bucks. <laughs> uh, but no, the sad thing is, it's in, it's in early access, and we haven't learned anything. Uh, uh, but ooh. no, it, it's this game called Drone Racing, and I know I brought up actual drone racing on the podcast in a, like maybe ten episodes ago or more. Uh, but like s- somebody's trying to fund it and make it an actual sport, and I guess whoever saw that was like, let's make a video game out of it, and. And it released as at the time of this recording a day or two ago. Um, it looks so fucking fun. It's so much. It'd be so much better than like spending like hundreds of dollars on owning a drone just to fly it around. And they, I don't know, the ones you buy in like I don't know at the store probably only get to like I don't know maybe sixty they're, miles an hour at most. I I highly even doubt that. But in this on- video game, that's like insane. They're only going to be like limiting drones more and more now. Like you have to get them registered now with the government and stuff. Like, and I understand, but. You know, anyone who bought drones early on probably got the, you know, more high end models, and now they're just going to be the cheaper sort of knockoff ones coming out now. Yeah, well, and also potentially there could be some good ones, but in the game, the game just looks really cool because it's kind of like first person drone. You're flying through shit, like trying to go through different obstacles. And I don't know, the the graphics look great, uh, like neon colors, like multiplayer. Uh, the one thing that's got me a little concerned, it says partial controller support. So I'm like, oh, Ooh. so I have like one analog stick that works or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure what they mean by that, but uh, I'll, I'll see what's going on with that once I try it out. But uh, yeah, I'll put a link in to the to that in the show notes. Yeah, I could definitely see this being a sport, and it's really cool. But like you said, it's pro- if it does become more popular as a sport, it's probably going to be one of the more expensive sports on the planet. Because 
they like, should really just make like a game like this, but like the definitive version of it, like an amazingly like detailed drone racing game, and have it become an esports thing. Because like I'm saying, like you're never gonna want the drone sport race. Like you're never gonna want to like put all this money into a drone and like go race it and then have it just crash and be like, oh fuck. Yeah, what's the worst thing that can happen to your drone while you're racing? It gets knocked into the environment or the racetrack and it breaks. It's like, oh, well, there's $600 down the pooper. Yeah, literally. Um, so it's just like, ugh. I don't but, think there's... Well, then again, it is obviously a, a sport for extremely wealthy people. Yeah. God, mm. it just keeps reminding me of the speeder bikes on Endor and Star Wars. Oh, Just cool like every time I see them. Hell yeah. So great. Yeah. Um, though, something that's not great, apparently, uh, if the rumors... Uh, back it up is also related to video games is the Ratchet and Clank movie which oh Christ is being just shit all over by well, everybody <laughs> friend of I mean a friend podcast and podcast on our network One Track Gamers they do like a thing called the Video Game Movie Club where they uh, talk about various video game movies and I'm, I'm thinking that one they're going to talk about Ratchet and ratchet and clank coming up soon so i'm mm-hmm. eager to see their opinions i think john's a fan of the games but i'm not sure what he's going to say about the movies but uh what are you guys thinking about this i i personally didn't really play the games because i'm more of a uh jack and daxter and other uh, platforming type games but uh what do you think i mean i played them back in the ps2 era i enjoyed it like it was fun but the a movie like i feel like there's so many better games that could be movies mm-hmm. than yes yeah. yeah, why yeah. like why did they pick this game that's my they question they want him to be an iconic character is what i'm think they're going for yeah i know for me back when these games came out i played like half of the first one and around this time like you said jack and daxter spyro crash bandicoot like there was just a bunch of like fuzzy platforming characters done in this sort of style yeah that's and- why i didn't play it I honestly thought Ratchet and Clank was going to be like the shitty one where I was like, oh, he's got a little robot companion. Oh, what a gimmick. Like I, and I thought it was going to be the one that drops off. You know, clearly I was wrong. It's got like 14 games. Like it's a huge franchise. Um, I, I don't, I agree with you, Mark. I don't really know why this one's a movie. Cause if I can remember it, the story wasn't super great. Like, no, good. it's not. It like, there's not any major plot points that are notable at all. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, but, man. I, because of how it like it looks good it looks like the game it's not like a real it's not like the super mario brothers movie where it's just like <laughs> you know J- yeah. john leguizamo as luigi or like you know martin scorsese as clank like it's not like something weird like that like it looks like the game doom the movie with uh oh. the rock and his first person shit speaking of that i'm not excited for the doom remake i was just gonna mention it actually so i'm glad we're talking about this now actually there's an article that went out titled no one has beaten doom on its hardest difficulty setting i'm like first of all it's not out yet so like no one's only the devs yeah yeah. it's like the devs haven't beaten it i'm like well that doesn't mean shit (laughs) basically essentially but in in general they're basically talking up how hard this uh hardest difficulty is going to be and everyone who hears that is basically like challenge accepted let's go but i know it's all over the place because it's probably got some sort of brand integration with uh gamestop so the commercials are everywhere but like i'm just seeing doom shit all over the place and like personally i just do not give a shit like i remember playing doom as a kid i shouldn't have the game's very gory and i was like six but like there's just nothing appealing to this new one to me at all really oh I'm, i'm gonna play the hell out of it it just looks like another super gory like gears of war like everything's brown and i just 
it's space marines, but like instead of aliens, we're fighting demons or something. And like a skeleton with a jetpack doesn't seem intimidating to me. Like I don't know, I just nothing appeals to me for, about this game. But maybe I'm in the minority. Yeah. It, it seems like it'll be fun for a couple of weeks. I don't think I'm going to be like raving about it, but I'm sure it's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, I, I'm, maybe I'm just hesitant to put my hand out again uh, for another gory remake after Duke Nukem Forever. Like maybe I'm still like, you know, scared after that monstrosity existed. Oh, that game's fucking awful. Um, but back to Ratchet and Clank. I'm curious at what's going to happen with this because Sly Cooper, if you guys remember those games, is another one of these games that are being made into a movie. Like, and as far as I can tell, it's, it should be like 90% done by now because it's been in development and production for so long. So I'm wondering if Ratchet and Clank's doing so poorly, like, if they think Sly Cooper's going to do really bad as a movie and if they're just going to fucking cram a full product placement to try and make up for it if they don't have faith. Cause like, it's not like, oh, Ratchet and Clank, that's not a great movie. Like, it's so, so, like, it's getting torn a new one in the reviews. So I, I'm surprised of how, what's going to happen with that. Hmm. Me too. And I remember talking to the one track gamer guys, uh, when I found out they do the video game movies. I'm like, are you trying to find a good one? Cause you won't. It's, it's going to be a while before you'll find a good video game movie. Cause they are notoriously terrible. They are notoriously terrible, but there are some out there maybe that I'm unaware of. I just don't keep up with it. I I mean, there's some I hold a special place in my heart, like the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's fucking awful. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Hell like, yeah. They hold a special special place for me, but I, I'm aware that they're shit. Yeah. Uh, I also saw Zootopia. Speaking of movies, I saw Zootopia recently. Uh, it's good. It's a solid movie. I don't really get the... It, like Frozen, I don't really get the praise. It just seems like a really by the books Disney movie. I don't get why it's so much better than everything else. But. Yeah, I don't need to hear about this. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the next Fair thing enough. I'm going to bring up, it's like one last thing maybe before we play a conversation game. Uh, I saw this article, uh, dropping the band hammer, 12 games banned across the world. And I'm like, oh, well, what the hell is that about? Um, so this, the, these are the games and where they got banned. Mark, Mark Echo's Getting Up, Contents Under Pressure, was banned in Australia. Are you guys what familiar with that fu- game? No. Is anyone? I actually owned it. Yeah. I, no, I had it no. on PlayStation 2. And it's uh, it's like, and the reason why, because I was such a fucking freak about Jet Set Radio Feature, I'm like, oh, let's get another game that's like where you could like spray paint and do shit. And it's basically, yeah, that's what you do. You're like a gangster and you do graffiti and shit. Who uh, the fuck's Mark Echo? Uh He's the a guy, fashion Echo, designer. No, yeah, the guy. Yeah, you never heard of Echo, like clothes or shoes or something. I forget. Um, I've, I've worn the same clothes since I was in fourth grade. I don't right, know anything anyway, about clothes. But, yeah, it's <laughs> weird that that guy had a game and it was about uh, spray painting and graffiti, and that's yeah. why it was actually banned in uh, Australia for glorifying street art. Well, uh, Australia is notorious for just the strictest rules, especially on video games. Like any game that comes out is like delayed four months in Australia because the government has to go through and censor stuff in the game. Well, that's crazy. Cause I, uh, in high school, I was able to study abroad for like a week in Spain and, uh, over there, like they, like they love, like they let people do a graffiti because it's so like beautiful. Like that, like I swear, I forget what city it was, but like literally every wall was like covered in graffiti, but it was like beautiful graffiti. It wasn't like, uh, like fuck you shithead mm-hmm. kind of stuff <laughs> well, well, well it's like philly the city will commission uh street artists to do giant murals on buildings and stuff 
So there are some places that accept it, but I think Australia is like trying to overcompensate for their like past of being like a prison colony. We're like, guys, we're not, we're not, we're not bad people anymore. Like, look, we don't even allow graffiti in our like country. Like, <laughs> you know, they're trying to be over like sensory. Yeah. All right. Well, next one is Command and Conquer Generals. That was banned in China for destroying China. Uh, <laughs> Witcher, <laughs> Witcher yeah. Two was banned in Australia for using sex as a prize. Hmm. Wait, what? So, yeah. To, uh, to be fair, sex isn't a prize in Witcher. Sex is a goal. That's the whole point <laughs> of that game, as far as I'm it's, concerned. It's, but it's so like. It's Australia. It's They're not, super. I know. Australia. Uh, okay. Goes on. No, uh, let me just talk about this for a second. Right, Australia sure. makes no sense. No. That's banned. <laughs> okay. Witcher 2, yeah, there's boobs. That's it. Okay. The sex scenes is just like moaning sounds and then like a really poorly done drawing of a girl on a playing card okay that's witcher one yeah that, yeah this no is even witcher, witcher 2. two no no even witcher two is oh. not really that graphic in terms of the sex scenes well i'm looking at a chick's nipples right now so yeah. no that's what i said there's boobs like that's it like that's all know. you see is boobs and but and then here's They're the as next graphic as they need to be to me yeah no and here's oh, the god next damn it ignoring that here's my next yeah. point go watch some of their shows they play on mainstream television. Like, if you've heard of Chris Lilly, like, no, some of no. the shows they show on, like, mainstream, like, ABC Family, they say, oh, they drop F-bombs constantly, talk about super vulgar stuff. Like, some of the jokes they say in these shows would not be allowed on American TV. Like, they're showed on HBO and stuff over here. But they're showed on regular TV over there. It really, it's so dumb. Like some of the stuff they show that's banned over there, I mean, or that's banned over here, it is shown over there. It's it's so odd how the priorities are placed on what is okay and what's not. But especially for video games in Australia, like they're particularly you know harder on video games than anything else. But this Chris Lilly guy looks like Norman Reedus and Gollum had a baby. Oh God! There's only a a few more Australia on this list, but anyway, uh, yeah. Dead Rising Three is banned in Germany for having human-like enemies. Call of Duty Black Ops Two is banned in Pakistan for spe- smearing the nation's image. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yes. Mass yeah. Effect is banned in Singapore for lesbianism. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, God of War Two banned in Saudi Arabia for sexual themes. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering what these like sequels, like Mass Effect 2 and God of War 2, like are the prequels and like Mass Effect 3, is that allowed in Singapore? Because it, it's I, the same thing. I, like. th- I guess so. I'm not sure. Um, bullies banned in Brazil for taking place in a school. Wait, I uh, have, I dude, I have a physical copy of Bully right here for PC. <laughs> like it's oh, in PC. my hand. Was <laughs> it worth playing? I mean, it's like I got Grand it Auto for kids. I got like, it I for know. 99 cents. So yes. <laughs> It, it's it was fun. Like it was worth yeah. the the ten hours I put into it. Yeah, I remember everyone who played it. Like said it was like it's a good game. It's a pretty solid game. Nothing Interesting. Open, nothing amazing, but solid. Okay. Um. Next in line is Spec Ops: The Line, uh, banned in United Arab Emirates, Emirates. for destroying Dubai. Probably Whew, that game is tough. Like, um, that game's emotionally tough. Grand Theft Auto Four is banned in Thailand for being associated with a murder. Uh, what about every other game then? This one, uh, 
the next these are the last two uh medal of honor is banned on u.s military bases for letting you play as the taliban and last but not least manhunt 2 is banned in germany ireland italy malaysia new zealand australia south korea and the united kingdom for basically being a manhunt game literally everything in manhunt is not pc like (laughs) i uh I had a hacked, uncensored version that wasn't officially released yet back when it first came out on the PSP, um, back in like 2006 or something. I'll turn you into a man. I'll put chest hair on you. Yeah. I, so uh, we just dropped the knowledge hammer on what ban hammer was dropped. That's, dude, what? that's, that's, every single, ah, that pisses me off. I don't know. That's all I can <laughs> say about it, man. That's stupid. Right, yeah. It's really well, then, stupid. Let's play a game okay i'm completely unprepared anybody else ready well i okay yeah so i have a what's that sound prepared oh god Um, yeah hey 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 what's that tone doug i don't like that this is your first time so i'm hoping (laughs) you you have like a reasonable sounds for us no i'm not pulling in almost better than dragons here i'm i'm actually like trying to make it fair so every sound here one out of two of you have played so it's fair all right Fair enough. All right, well then, let's play What's That Sound? Uh, so let's play sound one right now. That that sounds very Pokemon. I've he- no, I've heard the song. <sighs> it's definitely Game that? Boy Advance. Yeah, era. like it's yeah, it's around that. That can you tell me if that's like a legitimate song mark? Like if there's lyrics and I just can't think of them. Uh, I will tell you there's there are no lyrics. There are no lyrics. I didn't think so. Maybe I'm thinking of an actual. That sounds really similar to some song. I'm, I can't think of it though. Fuck. You have. All right. I'm 100% both played this game without a doubt. <laughs> uh oh. Ooh. Well, that screws up my guess I was just going to make because I don't think Bren's played what I was just going to guess. Oh, maybe I gave up too much, but. Hmm. I'm going to guess Pokemon either red, yellow, or blue. Yeah, yep, that's it. Yeah, you got it. Awesome. It is Pokemon? Yeah, it's Pokemon. It, it's Pokemon. It sounds so it sounds so similar to some song and I can't think of it. It's uh when oh, you're wait, in... can I guess when? Okay, I yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. I think it's like one of those like either the spooky town where Cubone's from. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're you're thinking of Lavender town. town and that's a different sound. Um, okay. this is yeah, actually it's in the cave right before you get to that town. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's the cave sound in Pokemon. So yeah, you got you you got it on the first guess. It's really awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like a digitized version of some like pop song or something from like early 2000s. Like I if someone knows what I'm thinking of, please con- like re- send us a reply or something cuz it sounds so similar and no. I can't think of what. No, it's no. not. Yeah, and Doug's guess he said red, blue or yellow. It's in yeah, red, blue and yellow. So it's on oh. all three of them. So Holy there you shit. Go. Uh, excellent. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool, you guys got that. So, uh, sound, I guess we'll play sound two right now.
I have a good guess, but um, I, I I think I know. Yeah, me too. I have an excellent guess for that. And I really have to stop playing games while listening to podcasts because I don't recognize like any of the music from any games I play now. I'll let Bren guess because I'm pretty sure I got it. Guessing, uh, I don't think I know exactly which one, but Super Smash Brothers. Nope, nope, uh, it's not the f- the little fighting at the end. Like thought it might have been that no i know okay so when you said i don't know which one it was i thought you were right no it's definitely either dark cloud or dark cloud 2 yeah it's dark cloud 2 it's dark i knew it was dark cloud 2 because i didn't recognize it because i haven't played it yet i mean i own it but i i I, it the reason i knew it because dark cloud 1 is so similar in the music style and like this like i could just picture like dark cloud 1 almost it's funny i knew that it's yeah Oh. With Mark, Dark Cloud 2 is a probably safe guess. It's my favorite game ever made. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. We just Yo, won. You won. Okay, but do you want a queen sweep? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, see if you can get the third one. Like, you already won, but let's see if you can get the third one. So let's play On sound roll. Yeah, exactly. Let's see if we uh, play sound three right now. I know this. Uh, I do too. I don't know if or, I, I. I know what it is. Do you have the right guess? No, or rather, I should say I've played it. I should know this. Wait, I don't uh, know if I do. I could be wrong. I know I've played it. Like I know. I know Mark is justified in picking this one. I'm just ah oh, fuck. Now I just have to try and remember it. My guess is anything Sonic franchise. Uh, nope. It is not Sonic. Okay, because I was I was picturing the like the extra the bonus level where you run around and get the rings, but I but minus that sound effect. Oh damn! Like, it sounds like a fighting game or something like Power Rangers yeah. or something. Power Rangers? Is it Power Rangers? Uh, no, it is not Power oh, Rangers. Damn, I th- that did that, sound like uh, my as soon as you said that. Uh, as soon as you said that, I thought like that could be it. Like uh, it, it had potential, just like that energy. Yeah. Is the main character of this game in a Smash Brothers game? This is giving away a lot, but <laughs> because you already, if you hadn't already won the game, I wouldn't do it. But yes, he is in the Smash Brothers game. Ooh, I mean, there's a lot of characters in Smash, so exactly. So yeah, that, yeah, that's and you won already, so I'm willing to give it to you. But yeah, he's in he's in Smash. See, I don't think I've played this game. Then um, I think I played everything but Fire Emblem and Mother. I think I played all the other characters. Yeah, wait, what's what's uh, Marth from or whatever? Fire Emblem. Okay, I think it might be that, but I'm not sure. No, because Mark knows. Like, cause isn't Fire Emblem only in Japan? No, some of the early ones are only in Japan. Uh, oh, uh, F-Zero X? Or like the F-Zero? Yep, you got it, it's F-Zero. Yeah! It's nice. Captain, yeah, Captain Falcon. is. Uh, yeah. It's actually from the, the original one from the, the SNES. It's from oh, fucking clean and sweet. Yeah, you guys got it. Beat. 
Yeah, nice job, Teamwork. Guys. High five. Yeah, high five. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get better ah. at this Fuck conversation my game if we if we can. No, that was actually that was good. You guys did yeah. a great job. I didn't awesome. want to make that was my first time coming up with sounds. I didn't want to make it too complicated. So uh, no, they were good good choices, but. It, like I just mad because it's like that feeling when it's scratching on the back of your head. We're like, I know it's in here somewhere. Where the fuck is it? Like, yeah, I know I heard it. That's why I um, love this game. Like, <laughs> it, I I know a lot of people hate on this Pretty game, easy. but I I really love it. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to try to keep I, it real. I only hate on it because I suck at it, and I know I should be better at it. <laughs> nice. uh, but that reminded me, uh, like, of video game music and of Final Fantasy IX. Uh, anyone who's played it, I highly recommend going back and listening to the black mage village like sound like the music that plays when you're in that village that is a tasty beat hell yeah oh i know what you're talking about too it's like that music in that game is amazing dude i need to actually just play the game i haven't even so good i've never played it before i've never played nine all right well we walk away with a win huzzah um let's let's do some plugs quick and wrap this one up uh bren where can listeners find you um oh wait did I, i say that right yeah okay I, yeah, last time I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, ABTS Brendan on Twitter. Uh, I've streamed now and then. I'll probably, I'll definitely stream uh, that in Verbus Virtuous game and maybe some of Banner Saga. It's, I can't promise you when. It's just whenever I can or whenever I have time. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and almost Bird and Dragons. We got a few more episodes coming out, and it's super good. Yes, I fucking love that podcast now. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Mark, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Ieka, I-E-A-K-A, uh, on Twitch. I'm going to start trying to stream Secrets of Grandea and maybe even some Elder Scrolls Online with me and Brendan. Um, nice. So oh, yeah. that is ABTS underscore Mark on Twitch. Cool. And listeners, if you like the show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. I'm personally streaming on our Twitch a page uh, at twitch.tv slash abt silence uh, every Tuesday and Thursday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then also on Fridays occasionally around 3. So stop and chat and hang out. I might be streaming some Squirreltopia now that Chiz got me that. Uh, been li- lately been streaming a lot of Dark Souls 3, but I'm going to be wrapping that up and doing Bloodborne next. So, um, and I might be streaming Overwatch if I play, but this will be much later after the fact. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But seriously, thanks for tuning in. If you did, uh, let some friends know about our show. Uh, We need some love from you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Please like us. Please. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. See you. See you guys. See you guys.